Creations Home comes with enhanced included features such as built-in tornado safety features, quartz countertops, wood-like tile, and so much more. Live like a champion today by calling Holly of Home Creations at 405-364-9999 for more information. Home Creations. Hey, Sooner fans, Drake Stoops here to tell you about my friends at the Affordable Door Company. Their fast, reliable, and professional staff have been serving the OKC Metro for over 28 years. Affordable Door Company is your one-stop shop for residential and commercial garage door service and replacement. Call them and tell them you want the ultimate maintenance for your garage door. You don't want to be stuck in your garage at game time, so give them a call at 405-635-9499 or visit them online at affordabledoor.net. You can't afford not to call Affordable Door Company, proud garage door sponsor of the Sooners. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Football season is back, and when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do. Go see Kathy and her staff at Joe's. They have tons of specials, like this month on Jack Daniels, Malibu Rum Cocktails, Relax Riesling, and more. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., and noon to 5 on Sundays. 1330 East Alameda right here in Norman, or visit Joe's Wines on Facebook for all their monthly specials. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. One program has reigned preeminent in the Big 12 Conference, and it's not even close. 14 championships in 27 years. Nobody else can claim more than three. Historic Sooner Supremacy. The Big 12 is still painted crimson and cream. Wow! Today, Oklahoma's final lap around the old neighborhood begins with the new kids on the block. The nearly three-decade kings of the conference are in the Queen City on a mission. A mission to go out in a blaze of glory. 
A mission to make them remember the interlocking. A mission to put an exclamation point on an era of dominance. A mission that starts on the banks of the Ohio River and intends to crescendo in Arlington. Today, can the Sooners take step number one on a mission to pack up, turn out the lights, and take trophy number 15 with them? We're about to find out. Looks right, throws right, slant pass, caught by Jaleel Farouk. Five-yard line, steps out of a tackle, touchdown! Across the middle, it is intercepted. Stutzman's got it, 20 to the 10. How it? Danny Stutzman, pick six. Back to pass, looks back to his right, down the middle. He's got Nick Anderson, Pater. It's time for the 2023 Big 12 opener. It's the Oklahoma Sooners and the Cincinnati Bearcats. The Big 12's final mission starts now. Here we go. Live from Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. This is Sooner Football. I feel the master. I feel the That's a pretty good intro there by T. Rowe. That's a good one. That's a good one. You can tell conference play is here. Uh, it's going to be fun, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's always a good line when you say, hey, by the way, first Big 12 game, we've pretty much, you know, we've ran the league for uh, 23 years now. So, no yeah. big deal. It's That, 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 that line uh, always hits. Now, it's uh, – it is going to be fun, you slide dog, you. I knew that you were going to pull this. I knew that you were going to do this. Who, uh, me? Yes, a little over a week ago, you were talking about how dangerous, how good Cincinnati is. You got uh-huh. everyone nervous, and then just to play the other side perfectly, he locks OU in the uh, <laughs> in our Rep Royal Rumble yesterday. It's well, it's smart. I, I know. You it's told smart. me I had to do it that I couldn't change. That's why I didn't want to. I didn't want to jinx the whole team. OU minus thirteen and a half. Teddy is on board for the cover tomorrow. Well, He's I will riding say, the hot hand. What did was it sixteen when it opened? What was it fourteen and? Well, a half? it was nine and a half last week, and then right. I think it's. I don't. I don't know if it got all the way up to sixteen. I'll check scores and odds if it did. But it was nine and a half a week ago. Maybe it opened at like uh, twelve and got bet up. But it's it's thirteen and a half as we sit here today. Yeah. Well, I I think on Monday it was like fourteen and a half, and I waited. I saw it went down to thirteen and a half. I was like, I better jump on that, you know, because that's a significant number there. So no, and I um. I feel good about it. I still I still worry. I mean, the thing that worries me hasn't changed. Uh, and just because it worries me doesn't mean that we can't handle it. I mean, it's just there's a couple of our weaknesses that they happen to be pretty good at. Right now, I feel like the offensive line is, is still trying to figure things out, and they're going to present the toughest challenge for our offensive line that they've had yet. And defensively, I, I really like how we've looked. The one thing that we haven't had is quarterback run game thrown at us, and that can that can change everything really quickly. And they got a quarterback that can run. I mean, those two things are still there. I haven't I haven't really changed anything 
as far as the way I feel about the game. There is a, I mean, there's there's several areas where where I like OU and makes me confident. But one one area in, uh, in, in, in maybe in particular here. So in two of OU's first three games, the haymaker, the knockout blow, was delivered in the first quarter. And those two teams were bad, but okay, so OU did exactly what they should, right? 28 nothing at the end of the first quarter against Tulsa, 28 nothing at the end of the first quarter against Arkansas State. We played 15 minutes in both of those games, and everyone knew that that football game was over. Now, SMU, we still had a football game going into the second quarter. It was 7-3, to but they've only allowed three total points in the first 15 minutes of action. That's, that's yeah. pretty good up to this point. And why I like that spot for OU is that – They've shown that coming right out of the gate there, the first three or four series especially, they're playing at a pretty high level defensively. I like that for an offense in Cincinnati that made a lot of mistakes last week and a quarterback that made some mistakes as well. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's going to be 28 nothing at the end of the first quarter tomorrow, but OU could land a nice little haymaker tomorrow if they continue to start the way that they have, especially defensively. If we go in the second quarter, 14 nothing because OU's going to be aggressive out of the gate, I think. So I, I, I'm kind of looking at a fast start offensively like we've seen in most of these, but obviously a really good start defensively as well. Like, let this team get up 14 nothing going in the second quarter. I, yeah. I, I kind of I like that side of things, of where these two teams are at heading into tomorrow. I do too. Uh, I the one of the One of the things that – I think is going to be critical for – because I do think that we can um, jump out to a fast start on them, overwhelm them perhaps with uh, some of our wide receiver personnel. Because I do think that if you watch Cincinnati in their game so far, they have been really, really aggressive defensively. Uh, they've, They've put their secondary players on islands back there, and sometimes it's worked well for them, other times they've they've paid for it dearly Miami of Ohio hit them on a 80 yard play for the first play of the game because they were in a you know in a an aggressive front there defensively and I think we're going to be able to do that as well um on the flip side of that if we can't connect on those and we're having trouble dialing those up I think it's going to be really hard for us to run the ball because of that, that's why I've, I've said that I think Dylan Gabriel is going to be the leading rusher because I th- if we're going to run the ball, I think the quarterback run game is going to have to be a part of it. Yeah, well, it was last week for Miami of Ohio. Blaine Gabbert's little bro rushed for 75 yards, outrushed Emory Jones and what led Miami of Ohio in rushing. Um, so maybe their rush lanes weren't all that great. But third and long's not going to fly tomorrow, I, I think is a, a, another point that you're making there. Third and long was okay. Um, like, OU got into a few third and longs last week, and they still pick those up more times than not. But third and long tomorrow is going to be a lot more difficult with that pass rush that they have yep. up front, for sure. Yep. It is. And, you know, they'll also, if they get in third and long, they're not just going to – I mean, it'll depend on are they getting home or not. Um, but – I imagine they'll they'll have like a mix of pressures and coverage uh, to see what they can do. And you know, I'm I'm curious to see what's going to happen at the left guard spot for us. Um, you yeah, know, who, who's think, starting tomorrow? Who who, who is it going to be? Caden Green, true freshman. That that would be my guess. Either you know, because I don't know how healthy Savion Bird is, and I I think Troy Everett's just. 
too small, I think they'll probably go with Caden Green. And I think this will be a great opportunity for him because, I mean, it, it don't – it's not that hard to figure out. If you're Cincinnati's defensive coordinator and you've got a, a potential first or second round draft pick at defensive line, the best player on your team, I'm putting him over Oklahoma's left guard. Sure. We've struggled there the entire year. And uh, – they're gonna they're gonna make us prove that we can block with that spot. So this is gonna be a hell of an well, opportunity. He can win a boy. he can win a spot tomorrow if he's starting. And even if 100%. he's not starting, he's gonna get reps tomorrow. Caden Green in a week's time, uh, we could be saying, yeah, that's your that's your new left guard here moving forward after what he did against Corleone and the rest of that Cincinnati defensive line. So I hope so. It'd be a good opportunity. Best case him, best case scenario is I mean whether it's him or. If Savion Bird plays, he he looks like the dude that we've been waiting on. Best case scenario is they play their best game up front on the offensive line and they 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 run the ball well. Um, and, and when I look at this man, like to to get back to the positive side on OU, they're gonna throw deep balls. And if they hit on him consistently, I think Cincinnati's in a lot of trouble. Like if, if the deep ball is a thing like it has been in two of the three games this year, with his with how aggressive they are, not only defensively but again they faked a punt on fourth and nine deep in their own territory yeah. in a tie football game late in the fourth quarter last week. Now they got it, but I think it just goes to just overall their aggressive mindset. Um, if OU's hitting on the deep ball down the field, this could be one that could potentially roll up on Cincinnati pretty quickly if they're not careful. Like being aggressive and all that is is fine, and maybe it works out for them tomorrow. But if it doesn't, if they take some chances and OU hits on some big plays – OU is absolutely a team that can roll up on you pretty quick. So that is that that's a thing Cincinnati's got to be very cautious about I think heading into tomorrow. Yeah. I, and I think if if I if I were the defensive coordinator at Cincinnati, I I wouldn't be aggressive. I would be I would be the opposite of that. I mean, I you could you could say that Cincinnati is closest or maybe even has a slight advantage on, on the line of scrimmage and in their front seven. Um, the mismatch is our wide receivers against their secondary. So there's no, there's no reason to exacerbate that matchup by getting super aggressive and leaving those guys on islands with you know, guys the likes of that will not Andrew well Anthony them. and Nick Anderson. Yeah. It it just there's no reason to do that. Like you want them to challenge you, you want to have safeties high and force them to try and run the ball against your uh against your front seven. So uh, that's what I would do. And then you sprinkle in some aggressive plays here and there. But I don't know, that just doesn't really fit what they've done so far. And you know, they may have to get torched by old uh, number four or number five before they start to peel some of those safeties out. So, our text line is damn near perfect as it is. They're, they're, yeah. they're like, hilarious. Um, however, we've added a new character to the text line. And this individual from the 580 has just started to text now. Um, text just all the words together, and I'm supposed to read it in Jimbo Fisher's voice. So, we have that now to look forward to on the text line. <laughs> and this one just says... Well, I, I just want to see if one of the guys breaks out as the running back tomorrow. <laughs> you like running backs, don't you? Uh, that's good. I love that. 
That's true, though. Um, we it'd be nice to see one of the backs break out. Uh, is it a must? No, I don't think it's a must, but be nice. Uh, it would be nice, and you know, I just I don't know the overall feeling of of the of Levy and staff about running back. Like they may feel like, and I I don't know that it would be that shocking if it's the case that all four guys are just pretty close, and it's just going to be a deep rotation throughout the the season to try and keep those guys fresh yeah you know, i just that's not the worst it's worst not thing, it's but. it's not the worst thing it's just we're, we're not we we've been used to some interesting running back rotations but nothing like getting 20 plus carries and then essentially not seeing the field at all the very yeah. next week so it's 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 been uh it's been tough getting adjusted to, to that 918 says will marcus major play uh, I, I would guess that, yeah, Marcus Major plays. I, I couldn't say definitively no to anyone out of the four running backs if they're going to play tomorrow. Uh, they're healthy. I mean, if, if Major's yeah. healthy, yeah, I think he's out there. I th- <laughs> Isn't it funny? We don't even know. Can you tell me another um, program in the country where the fan base doesn't know who's going to start at running back or whether or not just a randomly selected player of the four will even get a carry. <laughs> well, this is how we feel about running back is how Alabama feels about quarterback right now. Oh, That's what God, they're talking funny. about. Well, he's going to start a quarterback for us. Milrow, yeah. All right. <laughs> Didn't play last week. Haley's starting this week. That's, what yeah, that that's what true. He played himself into a starting spot by <laughs> yeah. uh, watching the second, third team guy yeah, go Saban, play. Saban's reason was, well, I just – I love the way that he was being a great teammate out there and clapping and supporting our guys. It's like, oh, that's that's how easy it is to win a starting job at Alabama. Hell, I I could do that right now. Oh, um, that's that's one of the cases of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the fan base is like, why don't we give so and so a try at quarterback? He's like, you want to? Is that what you? Want? Okay, yeah. Here's what we're playing: South Florida. It's backup quarterback day, fans. This is what you get, okay? Drew from Flower Mound says, Teddy better explode on the radio broadcast when our pass rushers run past the quarterback. Oh, my god! And Emory Jones scrambles and get a first down on third and five. Why, why are you putting that in the atmosphere today, Drew? I'm trying to have a good football Friday today. Why don't you put mm-hmm. that evil on us? All you're going to hear is, it- in the background, if that happens tomorrow. No, it won't be the happy moans and groans. It'll be the upset <laughs> the moans upset and groans. The upset ones for the first time this year. I, but that's what worries me. Our pass rush lanes have – I mean, they've been good for the most part, but when we've given up plays this year in the passing game, often that's what it's come from is letting the quarterback get out. And I understand. I, these players are good players too, and you can't you can't contain the guy every single snap. I understand that. But – it can't be a habit that we're letting Emory Jones get outside the pocket because, you know, he can, if it's third and eight, he'll drop back, and if there's a window, he will pull it down and get eight yards in the blink of an eye to keep the chains moving. And, I mean, that's, that's the reason we've been so good on third down this year defensively is because that hasn't been an issue for us yet for the most part. We've we've been really good getting pressure on the quarterback, keeping him contained, good rush lanes. I, if if we're not there this week, he's 
I mean, that's the thing that worries me. I, they got good wideouts. They got good skill players. I actually really like their run game philosophy. They got some really good, um, really good things that they do. Good concepts. But I think we can manage most of that stuff. Their offensive line is is kind of quick and athletic, but I still think that we we check that box whenever it comes to matchups. Um, you know, they're they're skilled guys. Wide receivers are good, but I like where we are right now with our cover guys and our safeties. And I, the only thing that worries me defensively is the quarterback run game yeah. and uh, scramble game. Uh, how Cincinnati, can you see beautiful 38,000-seat Nippert Stadium yet? Also, uh, have you seen Joe Burrow walking around town? What, what's the, have not what's the seen, scene there? I haven't seen Burrow. Um, out my window here at the airport, Marriott, I can see uh, rolling hills in the distance. Mm. I do see a power plant, mm. looks like, beautiful. releasing some, uh, some toxins into the air. But other than that, it looks pretty good. Beautiful city. How, what, what was the uh, what, the weather forecast I found yesterday for Saturday's game? Pleasant with plenty of weather. Pleasant like that, with plenty it? of sunshine. A perfect afternoon for football. High of seventy nine degrees. It could mm. be. Oh, I can't wait for Gus to say sixty nine degrees at kickoff here at Nippert Stadium. Calling it now. Sixty nine yeah. at kickoff. Going to be nice. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Uh, may go and, and snoop around a little bit downtown this evening for uh, perhaps a baseball game and some, some dinner. So, we'll see. All right, quick timeout. Hit the text line, 651-3439, Knippelmeyer text line. Our number one of the rush rolls on next. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is The Ref, home of Sooner fans. The changing season is here, and if you're ready for a change, check out the 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to $5,250 off MSRP for eligible non-GM owners. There's not a better change than driving a Buick from Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in Orino. Buick sizzle at Dorsey Jones, and when you step out of yours, well, hot, hot, hot. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in Orino, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. Enjoy Country Nights and Country Roads with the Josh Abbott Band. Live Friday, October 6th at Apache Casino Hotel. Tickets on sale at ApacheCasinoHotel.com or the Casino Cage. Must be 21 or older. Headed to Cincinnati for the UC Oklahoma football game on Saturday, September 23rd. Then join Martino's on Vine and KREF as your host for the OU post-game tailgate party for two hours following the OU Cincinnati game. Martino's on Vine is thrilled to host the official party for OU fans on game day. Located just two blocks from Nippert Stadium, Martino's will have a special OU fan zone area set up directly behind Martino's for the KREF post-game show. Martino's will be serving up plenty of ice cold beer and great food. We'll see you there, Sooner fans. 
I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and you already know our office is a place to turn for your insurance and financial needs. Now that place has changed to 701 Wall Street. While the location may have changed, the commitment of our team is as strong as ever. So whether you already know us or want the one-of-a-kind service offered by the Julia Chu Agency, call us at 329-3311 or come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, right on the corner of Boardwalk and Wall Street in Norman. Are you ready for fall sports, outstanding deals, and of course, more delicious chicken? Call the 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A in Norman at 405-310-3189. It would be our pleasure to serve you, whether dining in, carrying out, catering, or delivering delightfulness to your front door. Boxed meals to nugget trays to gallons of lemonade and iced tea. We have plenty to offer this fall, including the brand new honey pepper pimento sandwich with the caramel crumble milkshake. Call 405-310-3189 and remember, eat more chicken. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. I'm Michael Naranjo, and I'm a veteran. Today, I'm a sculptor. My fingers are my eyes. DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. With DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain headball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. A lot of people in Oklahoma wrongly think I'm anti-Oklahoma. I am rooting for Brett Venables to win a good Who? six games this year. Who? Brett Venables. Brent? Is it Brent or Brent? Brent. Okay. I'm, I'm uh, One letter. Okay. I mean, seriously. <laughs> one letter. Three hours of live American entertainment. Brett right. Brent. Well, That's who knows? Right. Okay. Whoa! <clears throat> What an idiot. Thank you for that, Colin Cowherd. That was yesterday with Joel Klatz. Joel, the smart one, who actually knows how to pronounce the head coach of OU's first name, will be on the call tomorrow afternoon at 11 a.m. on Fox. Here's a stat for you. OU has played 180 minutes of football so far this year, and they have led, not like trailed, they have led 171 minutes and 51 seconds out of the 180 minutes that they've played. So this kind of goes back to delivering that knockout punch early on in the first quarter. Um, they have like tra- they haven't trailed all year long, but there's only been like what eight minutes, just over eight minutes, where they've even been tied in the first three games. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, that is. Um, yep, they've they've gotten off to good quick starts. And uh, been able to maintain and and hold strong, and you know that's that's a good thing. 
and I'm anxious to see how we respond if that's not the case tomorrow um, because you wouldn't expect that, that to continue. So might be not, nice to experience that a little bit as a football team and, and battle back from it. Hey, the interesting thing from that sound clip uh-huh. is that he was trying to convince everyone that he's not against Oklahoma, and he said he's rooting for us to win six games. Did you hear that? No, <laughs> let me – hold on. Let me, let me find that again. Wrongly think I'm anti-Oklahoma. I am rooting for Brett Venables to win a good Who? six games this year. Oh, I didn't catch that. I, I was so hung <laughs> up on the Brett parts and uh, Clatt saying, Who? A good six games this year. What a troll, man. Yep. Jeez. Yep. Well. Halfway yeah, there, baby. Halfway halfway, halfway there, there. To, to six games already. Jeez. I, I think that is a good point, though. You know, we've, we've taken the football every time um, we've won the toss. I think we've won the toss three times in a row, haven't we? And, and we've taken the ball every time. And I think we've put points on the opening drive every time so far this year, haven't we? Uh, let me think. Arkansas State. Well, we took the ball and fumbled it against Tulsa, so I guess that doesn't count. Correct, yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, from the 580, as long as we don't stick our nose where it doesn't belong and get caught with our hand in the cookie jar, I like our team speed against their quarterback run game. You mentioned it last segment and a couple of other times this week. It is one of your, um, I guess, concerns about this game for OU. And, look, I'm not expecting them to hold Emory Jones to negative eight rushing yards or anything like that. If, like, if he gets out, it makes it just a couple of plays – well, he, he's that type of athlete. That's probably going to happen. The one thing that I'm hoping, though, with the OU defense and Emory Jones, make him look like an average passer. You know, he was right around, maybe even a little bit under 50% last week. Opposing quarterbacks are 56 of 99 for three touchdowns and six interceptions so far this year. Yeah. So I just, I don't look at Emory Jones as an elite passer. I don't think he's that guy. So make him look just like that. And how many times have we talked about that? The past several years, saying, "Geez, OU has the ability to make an average quarterback look like look like an elite quarterback." Well, how about yeah. that stops tomorrow against a guy like Emory Jones? Yeah, I I uh, I totally agree with you, and and that's the thing. If if we if we're talking about the the box score in post game tomorrow, and we're talking uh, Emory Jones threw the ball, uh, I don't know, thirty times, thirty five or more times, that's good. Like, that's what you want from him. He cannot beat – I mean, I say this. I do not think he can beat Oklahoma from the pocket. He shouldn't if beat em- OU from the pocket. How right. about that? If Emory Jones beats us, it's going to be it's going to be quarterback run game, getting outside the pocket, uh, scrambling around, throwing the ball down the field because uh, we lost contain with the rush. That's that's how he's going to be able to beat us if that happens. Uh, Justin Inquita just says Cowherd is such a tool. Uh, <laughs> Cherokee Sooner, I'm rooting for the San Andreas to go off and dump Cowherd's house into the Pacific. Nine one eight, Colin Cowherd is a punk who sucks TBOW's toes. Yeah, you thought there for a split second it was you're going to go really bad there. Jim in Arlington says I am rooting. Quote: I am rooting for Oklahoma to win. A good six games. What a smart A. That's cow turd for you. So, yeah, he's taking some shots right now. Sugar Shane in Newcastle says, 
let's see how much of a factor the refs are this year. We talked yeah, about that, w- that all off season long. Yeah. Um, this is like people say, well, well, how have the calls been? Well, the, the calls that weren't called last year, that was conference play, not non-conference play. So here's our first test, I guess, or our first taste to if holding calls are actually going to be called against the opponents. But I guarantee you, man, if Brett Yormark could have his way, if he could pick any win in all of college football this weekend, oh, buddy, would he pick Cincinnati to beat OU tomorrow. He'd love – the Big 12 would love that upset to take place in Cincy tomorrow. You know, it's such a weird dynamic because financially the conference has a lot to gain by Oklahoma and Texas or or whoever making it to the college football playoff. But I I don't know reputation or pettiness, pettiness like whatever it you know. I I I agree. It's going to look bad if on the on the way out, Oklahoma or Texas wins the conference. It's just it's not going to look good for like the storybook start to the new Big Twelve would be Cincinnati winning it or. Yeah. I don't know any other school than Oklahoma. Or like Texas, TCU, frankly. TCU yeah. winning it this time. You know they didn't last year, but they went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean anybody but OU. Two teams not OU and Texas playing in the thing is the dream scenario. One hundred percent. Doesn't matter if they go to the playoff or not. You just don't want Oklahoma or Texas winning it on their their last go round. Well, so far the way that the conference looks um, early on in the season, but it looks like. OU and Texas might be the two best teams. Right. And the odds say that they are the two best teams and two most likely teams to um, end up in the Big 12 championship. But just perception-wise, it's a big game for both sides. Real, you know, isn't it? It's a perception game for the Big 12. Like, the perception – and I don't know if this is going to be the case nationally, but the thought, at least in the Big 12, is, see – we're going to be just fine. We're going to be just fine. We invite Cincinnati in their first ever Big 12 game. They beat Oklahoma. We're good, man. All, all is well moving forward in the Big 12. And if Oklahoma loses this game, now we're all staring at each other saying, geez, how SEC ready are we really if they can't even beat Cincinnati on the road? Right. So it's it's a big game, I think, for both sides kind of in, in that regard. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. Um, just – We'll see. I I would hate, and I still – maybe I'm naive, okay? I still can't imagine officials, um, like, getting marching orders from someone about how they're going to officiate a game with Oklahoma. You think those guys have more integrity than that, and I would agree, but you can at least admit – the numbers last year for both the two teams leaving were, it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. 100%. It makes you wonder. That would be a nice, like, parting gift to the Big 12 would be, um, like, finding out that there was some type of uh, behind-the-scenes conversation with officials trying to get them to officiate Oklahoma and Texas differently than the rest of the conference. That'd be nice. That just bury the entire conference let's, with your. Let's uh, lawyer up before we get out of the league and not have to pay an exit fee because they find out about that. A big lawsuit well, to the end of the year. I'll have to look into it, but I saw a headline today 
that was talking ab- about exactly what you're saying, the exit fee and everything. I supposedly I have I, it here. Um, okay. So let me just read you a, sh- a short snippet from it. Um, the Big Twelve. Let's see. The Big Twelve could have withheld over 160 million from OU and Texas for departing for the SEC in 24 and 25, but instead landed on an estimated reduced amount of 100 million, according to the USA Today. And I guess some of the ADs, including um, K State AD Gene Taylor, I guess they didn't meet unanimous improve, uh, approval within the league circles. And he's saying that we are kind of dumbfounded as the amount that Oklahoma and Texas will have to, uh, you know, will end up having to pay. Right. Some, some are not very happy about that. Well, and your Mark was talking about it was a business decision. I wonder if – I wonder – it seems like perhaps that may have been something in there to get his uh, – his network deal wrapped up and done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if that was part of being able to get all of the new pieces he needed to work, getting those to work uh, had something to do with that exit. What, one more, know. one more part of this as well. Um, OU in Texas won't be eligible to receive full revenue shares from the sec until 25 and 26 which leaves a gap in 24 and 25 without distribution from either conference, so the Big 12 or the SEC. They will be insulated by ESPN during the gap, during that one-year gap, and the network has agreed to make a, quote, transition payment to each school during that time. Yeah. Yeah, well, we don't – it says we don't get a full share, but we don't get nothing, I don't think, right? I think – we get some type of payout from the SEC, yeah. and I'm guessing that ESPN is going to help somehow fill the gap there, uh, I'm guessing. I'm not sure. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number one rolls on. Keep hitting the text line, 651-3439. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is The Ref, home of Sooner fans. Introducing the next generation at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. And we're talking Sierras. 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab SLT 5.3. Take up to $72.50 off MSRP when you trade in your 2009 GM car, truck, or SUV for qualified buyers. Be part of the new and head to Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. All right, men, you heard him. Let's move, 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 move. Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal on a van, across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Call Fast Signs of Norman, 405-701-2890. 
My son Ian was diagnosed with a brain tumor at the age of 16 months. We had no hope until St. Jude rescued us. He's alive because of what St. Jude has done. He's here because of the doctors who came before, their blood, their sweat, their tears, the knowledge accumulated and shared you know, with everyone else around the world. This is how we help kids beat cancer all over. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Headed to Cincinnati for the UC-Oklahoma football game on Saturday, September 23rd. Then join Martino's on Vine and KREF as your host for the OU post-game tailgate party for two hours following the OU-Cincinnati game. Martino's on Vine is thrilled to host the official party for OU fans on game day. Located just two blocks from Nippert Stadium, Martino's will have a special OU fan zone area set up directly behind Martino's for the KREF post-game show. Martino's will be serving up plenty of ice-cold beer and great food. We'll see you there, Sooner fans. If you're looking for a no-appointment-needed doctor's visit, head to Norman Regional's walk-in clinics in Norman and more. Open Monday through Friday from 7A to 7P. Our walk-in clinics offer convenience for new or established patients. The clinic providers treat allergies, cold and flu symptoms, sore throats, stomach viruses, and more. Our Norman Clinic is located at Norman Regional 9, 2000, and Brandon Boulevard, Suite 201. And our Moore Clinic is located at Norman Regional Moore, 700 South Telephone Road, Suite 201. How is your drive to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. We can help you understand the disease. And give you tips for living a better life. Find your answers at Parkinson.org or call 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better Better lives together. It's an OEC Football Friday right here on The Rush. We're the homeless Sooner fans. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, 11 a.m. tomorrow, big noon on Fox. OU a 13-and-a-half point favorite as it currently sits against Cincinnati. 66% of the money right now on the Bearcats. So we'll see if the uh, line moves at all here in the uh, next several hours before kickoff. Got to say, man, if Cincinnati goes with the – all black look tomorrow, and OU goes with the traditional road white and not the costumes. This um, is going to be one of the better uniform matchups we get all year long. Right. Yeah. I I think so. That's the all black and the all white is an elite uniform matchup. I'm guessing that's what what it's going to be. Does Cincinnati have some other like a? So they have, I think they have a red. In? Yeah, I think they have a red top. Maybe. Yeah. Lame. Go with the all black. It's pretty pretty easy, Cincinnati. If you have an option to wear all black, you never ever wear red. I know Tech does it too, don't they? I mean, Tech has Tech has different throwback. They have all sorts of stuff. They right. they, they shouldn't complicate it, but they do. Go figure. Aaron and Austin on the text line says, "I feel confident this weekend, if only because we should be able to generate some turnovers, and DG has been playing nearly." 
mistake-free football. Don't shoot yourself in the foot and we should be fine. I do think the emphasis on special teams will pay off too. No better way to swing momentum and take the crowd out of it than with a big punt or kick return. Farouk is the game MVP. And that's, you know, if Farouk doesn't fumble on that opening kickoff, I was like joking about being a spoiled OU fan, saying, well, where's the big special teams play going to come this week? If he just holds on to the ball, then your big special yeah. teams play happens in the first play of the game last week. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Um, and it was blocked up really good. Um, yeah, I, I th- that could be a weapon for us if if we continue to to use it. It's going to be more and more difficult to get those opportunities, though, especially in conference play. But yeah, special teams will be big. You know, even if I I predict a little bit lower scoring game. What's the What's the over-under? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, I had scores and odds pulled up here. The over-under is e- – I don't, I don't think I see it here, actually. Um, uh, okay, 57.5 is what it is, over-under. I feel like it's going to be lower than that. Lower like scoring be, affair, eh? Yeah, I think so. But Oh, I have, uh, I have 38.20, so I have the over like just getting there. What a hell of a score prediction! Just just right over the the uh, over under there. Thirty eight twenty. Thirty eight twenty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thirty eight twenty. That's not bad. No, that's not bad. bad. That's a cover on the road, an eighteen point win, and I think that we could be saying some nice things defensively if they give up twenty points. L- look at look at me now saying, well, I'm still thinking we could say it's a good defensive day if they only give up twenty points. Well, I'm I'm thinking though it may be lower scoring than that. Like, I don't I don't know. Why don't you throw out a score prediction for us? You've Let got OU covering the thirteen and a half, so you must have like, uh, what do you got like twenty seven to six or something? Uh, no, I don't know what I have honestly. I don't know what I have. It's not like you've had I all just, week to think about it. So okay, I feel like it's going to be lower scoring than. I feel like 57 is an awfully uh, awfully big number. I don't think they're going to score very much against us. And I think we're going to have some struggles against them. I, I, I think we'll be able to hit some home runs in the deep passing game. But, I, I, man, I don't know how good we're going to run the ball. That's my, that's my hang-up uh, with our offense. By the way, um, Cherokee Sooner – Frisco Sooner, several others are way more in tune with what's going on on the uniform front than we are. Yeah. Cincinnati released the combo yesterday. Black helmet, good. Black jersey, good. Red pants, along with the black helmet and black jersey. Lame. Just I, as I picture that in my mind, it <laughs> seems horrible. <laughs> It's going to look like OU's playing Texas Tech tomorrow is probably what it's going to look like. It's going to look like they're playing a matador or something, Mm -hmm. right? Red pants and black top? It's a Big 12 look if I've ever seen one. That's interesting. Bad pick. Cincinnati, this is your first Big 12 game in a new conference, and you're playing a historical This is your OU Texas outfit. I don't know if your wife um, ever has an OU Texas outfit. She has to buy a – New yeah. dress, whatever. I don't know. That's a, that's a thing in our, our household. Um, th- th- this is it, man. This is your OU Texas Friday night, whatever you're wearing. What, what, the best you got, don't waste it on the 
Miami of Ohio game the week before. Wear it for your inaugural Big 12 game. Come on. You, you wear it. It's going to be uh, Big Noon, first Big 12 game against the powerhouse. You're going to have more eyeballs for this game than you will the, the rest of the year. Wear your traditional, like, present yourself as you want everyone to know you. Your traditional uni, all black. Don't overthink it. I, I, I don't like the alternates. I love the road whites, but there is a uh, petty part of me that wants to just ruin this for the Big 12 and ruin it for Cincinnati by wearing the alternates, and they don't get to see the greatest uniforms in college football. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not That's that That's just petty. the petty. Oh, well, I definitely am. but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not petty enough to, to, to watch the costumes. Uh, Cole and Casey, you guys remember when we played Cincy back in 2010 and Jay Norvell went ballistic on the sidelines and got ejected? That was cool. Huh. Do you remember that? I, I do remember that, and I do remember that game. OU won by two. Uh, Cincinnati is running in for a touchdown. Not, not to, like, win the game, but I believe it was in the second half. They're running in for a touchdown. Jonathan Nelson... Uh, running behind the guy, punches the ball out at about the 10-yard line, I think. It rolls in the end zone, and Quentin Carter recovers it. And in a two-point game, you feel like, oh, that may have saved the day for OU. Nice play. Well, why did he get ejected, though? Uh, I think he was just going ballistic over there on the sidelines, like Cole and uh, Casey said. Nice. Yeah, that's a big play. Need that to happen tomorrow. Hopefully not so- to the head coach, but – Maybe if Skalski's down on the sidelines, maybe that's maybe that's him tomorrow. Maybe he Skalski can do that. Skalski get tossed tomorrow? No. Uh, who's who's the most likely to get thrown out of the game? I'm not down there, so I can't necessarily see who's the most animated. I could see Chavis getting um, a little pumped up, though. Yeah, Demarco Murray gets pretty animated, but it's usually. I don't know if you can get thrown out of a game for yelling at your own running back. Maybe um, – well, If you can, it'll be DeMarco. What about Schmidt? Isn't he known for maybe talking some trash to the uh, opposing players? Yeah, yeah, that happens. That happens. I don't know. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll come back and wrap up hour number one next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Money Markham with Markham's Nursery. Fall is the perfect time of year to landscape your home or business with beautiful trees of all sizes. And during our annual fall tree sale from September the 22nd through the 25th, there's no better time to save on those trees. So don't miss our tree sale this Friday through Monday at any of our four convenient locations. Goldsby, South Oklahoma City, Norman, and Ardmore. Markham's Nursery, just add the sun. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. 
That is what drives us every day. Power Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. It is Raymond and Austin on All-Star Sports Radio. Our sportsbook and casino sponsor, BetUS.com, is celebrating their 30th year. The can't miss offer, 125% sign-up bonus and up to 30 risk-free bets. It's called Bet Protect, and you could only get it from BetUS.com. An awesome offer for this season's wild play. Nice, like that infamous tuck rule back in 2002. Tuck rule, worst call in sports. Man, you're like the old lady in the Titanic. It's been 21 years. Hey, I'll be king of the world with Bet Protect. It's like having 30 get out of any tuck rule shenanigans in my back pocket. But your back pocket is usually empty, bro. Keep your shoulder pads on. Is there anything else about BetUS you haven't told me? The less you know, the better. BetUS has live in-game betting, a 200% crypto sign-up bonus, and online casino for some blackjack. You've been holding back. Anyway, folks, get BetProtect this football season. Visit BetUS.com for the industry's biggest 125% sign-up bonus and up to 30 risk-free bets. Or give them a call at 1-800-MY-BETUS to get started. Looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking? Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. If you're in your 40s or older and you're thinking about improving your vision, let me introduce you to the new LASIK, or as we like to call it, lens replacement. Lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which often leads patients needing reading glasses or adjusting to monovision. Here's the best part. With lens replacement, you'll never require cataract surgery. Lens replacement, the new LASIK. It's a major leap forward in vision correction. So if you're ready to see 2020, then check out the new LASIK available at thenewlasik.com. When students struggle because they are hungry or fall behind because they lack school supplies, a caring adult can make all the difference, especially someone from the community, someone who knows the students and the obstacles they might be facing. At Communities in Schools, our site coordinators surround students with a community of support to ensure that they have everything they need to engage in learning. We go all in for kids all day, every day. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. What's better than tailgating for football on the weekends? Let Chick-fil-A 12th Avenue in Norman make your tailgate a winner. Whatever you need, we have it all. Don't worry about packing everything from home. Let us deliver to you. Not only do we cater for football games, name the event and it will be our pleasure to serve you. Need pre- or post-game meals? Having a birthday party? Monday through Saturday, we've got you covered. And even trays prep for those Sundays when you crave Chick-fil-A. Call Chick-fil-A 12th Avenue Northeast at 405-310-3189 today. It's time. All we want to think about is football and basketball season, but it's also insurance season. 
November 1st to December 15th is open enrollment for your individual medical coverage. It's the time you need to pick a new plan or update your income to avoid tax penalties. If you're uninsured, it's the only time to buy individual medical plans for 2024 without a qualifying event. Call Allison Insurance at 405-745-2968 or 800-580-5587. It won't cost anything and could save you a lot. Cavens Group bringing you this hour of the rush on an OEC football Friday. Cavens Group, if you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give Cavens a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. Cavens Group, 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048. We've got, what, eight high school football games on tonight? Uh, KREFsports.tv. Again, that's KREFsports.tv. A couple of headliners, Norman North traveling to Bixby at 7 p.m. And then we have the Moore War, Moore and Westmore at 7 p.m. as well. I'll run down all the games that we have for you on KREF Sports TV later on in the show. All right, Sean on the text line says, Hey, remember from January to August when we were going to be a heavy run team that leaned on the run? Yeah. Yeah. Well... Sure hasn't worked out that way so far. No. Exact opposite, really. Doesn't mean that it can't still get there. The offensive line is has been has been slower to get where we hoped, uh, I think. You know? And you know, some of it is the offensive line. I would also say that another part of it is a lack of variety in the running game. Like we haven't had very much variety in what we've done so far. Now, do things begin to open up a little bit? Do we see some more runs in the game plan as we move forward? I hope so because what we've seen so far has been just really vanilla stuff. It's basically the same thing kind of over and over, which is not a problem necessarily against the opponents that we've we've faced we've been able to do it control the game no reason to really get deeper into the playbook uh, than you need to I guess but my concern is that there is no deeper into the playbook and this is kind of other than adding the quarterback run which sure. I think is is going to happen at some point and I hope I think that's tomorrow, tomorrow. I, I just I, I gotta think it's tomorrow man not 15 carries but six or seven yeah. I, I, I just I, I, if it's open and they have success with it early, six or seven carries for Gabriel won't won't shock me. Macho yeah. Nacho says this may or may not be a hot take, but I say Beatenbow is not SEC ready. We all know the O line takes a while to play well. That's not going to work when we play Bama, Tennessee, or Ole Miss week three. Well, you're not going to do that next year. You you had what three non conference games at least before you get to conference play, but I. I guess I see what you're saying there. You will not be well, playing an SEC team that early next season. I guess, but what does that mean by Beatenbow is not? I guess because it takes the offensive line too long to really get going once the season starts. I mean, I'll say this in defense of him. If it's SEC ready to be ready to go from week one, Bama's offensive line looks nowhere ready to go so far this season. Yeah. They've been getting punked. In their last two weeks yeah well I don't know I uh, I, I don't know we're next year we're gonna have 
We're going to have a bunch of new players perhaps on that offensive line, so we're going to have to get rolling pretty quick with those guys. But I don't know. I, I, I'm, still, I'm still hoping that they – they make some big strides here in the next uh, next couple of weeks. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We got hour number two next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans.